Welcome to the show. Test one, two, test one, two. Stop. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. That's exactly what we are. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve, Ala Brewski. And welcome to the podcast on a day that maybe we could be your ball warmer. Uh, nope. Maybe we could be your companion, your confidant. Right? All those things. Yeah, it's a healthy list. But, I mean, yeah, people use this show for all sorts of different reasons. And a ball warmer? (laughs) My balls, dude. I can't seem to get my balls warm. Were you uh, not here for that question in the pre-show meeting? My balls are so cold. And uh, I I don't know how to warm them up other than to keep my mitt. Just kind of hold on to them and cradle them like a sick puppy. You know, but uh, I, I don't know. So I'm imagining other people have cold balls right now. I don't know. I mean, you're wearing a, a nice grandpa sweater today. I have a, a warm, fuzzy blanket in my lap like an old man's in here. Nice, yeah. So, you know, yeah, we're getting older. Uh, Nick Rude. is operating with a handicap today. No glasses. Oh, boy. Yeah, no. Uh, I left my reading glasses uh, up at the in my main property. <laughs> uh, Don't try to make it sound like you're on some hundred-acre uh, palatial estates just so you can minimize the fact that you don't want to walk upstairs to get your glasses. Well, I'm not downstairs, dude. Do you understand? <laughs> How do you get to the house? Is it up a flight of stairs? No. Well, eventually, but right. first it's up a huge hill. I, I, I listen. <laughs> I will tell you this: that I, I already told you. If I go up there and get them, it's going to take me ten minutes to get back, and you'll be winded. I get it. Stately Reynolds Manor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've had a new conundrum watching porn as I get older. I got to make sure I got my glasses around. <laughs> no. Is oh, that yeah. true? I can't see distance. So when I, that's how I knew I needed glasses. When I was in bed and I can't read the menu on the screen, that's when I first got glasses. So, yeah, nowadays watching porn, I'm like, I can see it so much better if I have glasses on. Wow. That's interesting. I'm, I'm not there. I just fell into this a year ago, okay, where I need my glasses to read stuff. I've turned into that old guy who takes uh, pictures of things to zoom in on them and oh, read yeah. them. You know what I, I mean? Do, do you think Johnny, Na- Johnny Nash was talking about watching porn and things like Talk that when he was old man jeez op <laughs> johnny Why? nash dude 1962 yeah i can uh, see clearly now classic song yes it was on the charts when we were all in high school i think so <laughs> no it was way <laughs> was way before that maybe. dude no I'm older than you guys you know i just turned 53 last week right yeah hey that's right happy birthday Bruce. <laughs> 53 the elder statesman of the, uh, the show here and yeah you know i'm back into the online dating world and my parameters have shrunk in some ways but expanded in other ways i'm currently talking to people anywhere well people currently talking to women anywhere from ages 34 to 56 <laughs> i mean I've, god almighty yeah i've uh, i've blown it up and i was telling nick earlier brewski like i had to do the math and make 34 my cutoff because i've realized any woman under the age of 30 is closer to my daughter's age than they are to my age and that just seems wrong that does seem wrong, dude. Good for you for acknowledging that. Or something to be really proud of. I don't know, but I'm going to go with the shamed. So I'm trying to stay 34 North. Well, so you know, I, I had uh, uh, two passengers in the car late last night. Both of them were about 28, 29. And one of them was getting in the car. And as she's getting in the car, completely wasted, by the way. Skirt is going way up. <laughs> And I'm the, I'm deciding, you know what, should I really look away or not? I said, absolutely not. And I looked over and she's talking to me and she's just like, hey, has anyone ever, uh, you know, try to get you to hook up with them in the, in the car? And oh, just, snap. Yeah. yeah. And I said, and I said, uh, sometimes. Uh, you so told like, me you have a three person minimum for your Uber hookups. Well, I, but I said, no, I didn't. I said <laughs> three, three ways or nothing, ma'am. Sorry. <laughs> get a friend. But I, oh, she had a friend with her, but her oh, friend perfect. was like passed out. Her friend was passed out. And I just said, <laughs> I said, uh, I said, yes, I have, but none of them are as pretty as you. Oh, uh, 
Charmer. And unlike our last producer on this program, uh, Brewski wouldn't take advantage of a passed out woman. Consent matters to him, you know. So yeah, there's got to be some level of consciousness. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Not otherwise, it's here. like. Uh, you know. Yeah, I was talking to this 56-year-old, and I had the realization that, okay, so when Nick and I are Brewski's age, this woman will be 60 or 61. Like, I just, I, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. Why? Listen, I, I, I banged the 73-year-old. Hot granny in, sex. Say, we know you're into <laughs> hot granny sex, so I get it. But. You know what? Dude? Well, no. Why? Your pubes are going to be gray if they're not already. Why? Uh, you know, don't you want someone you can match with? I'm telling you that when I think about yeah. these older women for you, that I think about when uh, you are taking care of someone when they're older. Like, uh, yeah. you can almost imagine that your wife may go before you, or maybe that you'll sync up, actually, because women live longer than men do, right? Odds are it'll be a murder-suicide, so we'll go at the same time. So. You think? <laughs> <laughs> She's going to kill you and then murder herself, or vice versa? I would assume one of us will snap on the other at some point, so that's just my history. That's all I know. So. What are you thinking about this uh, old, hot, gray poon? I mean, is it getting any easier for you to fathom that, oh, yeah, I can be with someone that's 55 57 yeah because here's the realization i've come to as i've been perusing through all of these uh profiles and whatnot i don't actually care how old you are it's how old you look and how old you act um this one woman i mean she's a mountain woman and she's 56 and she's into snowboarding and all this stuff but she's had a lot of sun exposure in her life like i told nick she looks like my ideal girlfriend would look in 20 years not right now i mean she's got some you know like it's just she she looks like that jacket that maverick wears in the original top gun (laughs) although what it looked like like a bomber jacket dude she looks like a mature woman she looks like his bomber jacket from the 80s in the newest movie, like you yeah. know, 40 years later. So, wow. you know, But I've seen some other 50-year-olds. Who, they're smoking hot. Like, that's fine then. I don't care. But I'm young and hard. I'm immature. And I have this vision that I should be with somebody younger and hot. But um, I actually don't care. I was telling you guys before we got on the show today, I found this you know, gorgeous blonde. And her bio, the first thing she said was, Dave Grohl is a god. And I was just talking about Dave Grohl a couple episodes ago, saying I think he's a rock god. Like, he's one of the you know surviving legacy bands out there right now. Yeah. yeah. She was 51. She's smoking hot. I could care less. 51, 51, dude. No, dude. Well, of course you don't care she's 51. She's three years older than you. I'm talking about closer to 60. There's a mental cutoff at 50. If you're going to start with a 5, then uh, that's all that matters. 50 50 or 59 doesn't matter to me. If it starts with a 5, you're in a special category, and you better be good looking. Well, I I might add something else that you might consider in in, in your your criteria. Yeah. Have you gone through menopause? Because you know what, then? You don't don't have to worry about knocking her up. I told Nick, I I said, I bet she's been through menopause, which is a total waste of my vasectomy. So, No, it's it's double protection. Jeez. You guys are a pair, dude. It's, you guys like, are a- it's like when you buy, like when you buy a, a computer. It comes with a warranty, and then you've went and you bought the extra warranty right. at the store. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, Listen, uh, I sent Nick a woman earlier uh, who Facebook said was an exact match for me, and she was 51, and she also weighed 700 pounds and looked like a troll monkey. Like, but- should I go after her because she's nice and hard? I guess maybe possibly. I mean, right. come on. You think I'm going to go out with someone like that? I listen, I, I first of all, I saw a picture of this lady and like she's not an attractive woman. She's just right. let's say that. OK, she's very heavy and doesn't wear it well. I'm not against heavy women. I just need them to wear it right. OK, Her arm had like a turkey gizzard hanging off of it. Listen, have you tried? That's here's my here's my theory. You are, you haven't tried, dude. How do you know that that wouldn't be like, holy crap, dude? She's wonderful. Everything about her. I love her like crazy. You didn't even try it yet. It doesn't work that way. Listen, you can say that it's shallow to, you know, base attraction on looks, but that's what attraction is. If you don't have an initial attraction to someone, you're never going to date them. They're not. It's not going to go anywhere. Otherwise, all of these fat, hideous, ugly people in the world would all be married for 50 years now because they're such wonderful people. You're telling me that you've never had a friend who you grew more romantically thoughtful of after you've known them? 
like gotten to know somebody who maybe no. it started out as a friend. I mean, brewski a little bit, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's normal, dude. I'm talking about of the woman variety. No, no. Well, well I, I might offer two two words of advice with this woman. Yeah. Number one, if you go out to dinner, go Dutch. Mm. And uh, and uh, number two, think about all the possibilities, Steve. You don't even have to have sex with her vagina. <laughs> think about the turkey thing on the on, on the arm. Oh my God, you, know right. you get you right. get squirt a little lube in there, and you can just go to town, and there's there's no risk of pregnancy at all. You're not wrong. I mean, I've always said use all the holes, and uh, yeah, she would have yes. uh, alternate options too. So yes, maybe I if should she, expand my horizons. If she me. has, and if she has some exquisite back fat, oh my god, dude, there you yeah. go. I don't know. I like Brewski's advice better than Nick's. So. Yeah, obviously you do, dude. <laughs> hey, this is what I want you to do: take my advice and Brewski's advice, and tell your therapist both of them, and see which one she likes. Great. So date an old fat lady <laughs> is the advice you guys are giving me. Here. I'm just telling you, maybe meet in the middle. I don't know if you have to be, you know, putting your dick in back flaps. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> well, on the other side of the coin, I was telling Nick I have found this woman in this town who is like way too hot. And she's not a catfish. I've gotten far enough into the conversation. Like she's real, but she's so hot, I'm intimidated. Like I can't afford that emotionally, financially. <laughs> like it's too much pressure to have someone that hot. Well, well I wanted to. I wanted to share this other story with you guys sure. about a hot woman, like you're talking about, Steve. Yeah. Is there something about a woman that that could turn you off? Like you could just say absolutely yes. not. And I because I had a woman in the car the other night, absolutely gorgeous. She spoke Italian. She was on the phone speaking Italian the entire time. Long, gorgeous, beautiful hair, curly, beautiful woman. But I will tell you what, this woman had not read the Mitchum report at all. Oh, a lot of B.O. Holy jeez. Oh, my God. It was it it was like I had to open my window. That's yeah. That's would that would that turn you off? Yeah. Maybe, probably. I mean, it depends what kind of effort she's putting in and what do we oh, do. Okay, that stop. level of stake. Pause, pause right now, dude. Let me tell you that this is Steve's theory on this. Before he tells you, let me tell you what he is. He th- Steve thinks if it's good enough that he can power through certain things. You know what I mean? Like, That's uh, what I was thinking. Enough. If she's yeah. hot enough? Yeah, like if she's hot enough and if she's doing the right things, you have a place to put yep. that bo and cart uh, and and you know put it in a compartment uh, compartment and stick it away and just <laughs> move forward. It's it's mental conditioning. If you convince yourself that smell is attached to something good and positive, eventually your brain uh, will you know make that connection. <laughs> no, I was going to say being a Trump supporter, that's a deal breaker for me. Stinky ass cracks or something. I don't know. Like maybe no, this, this, this was just this was just stinky pits. That's all. And she was she was dressed nicely, and she was just really smoking hot too. And you, when you hear her, heard her speak in Italian, holy crap, mm, dude. Right. See, that sounds like a solvable problem to me, but uh, being <laughs> a Trump I mean. supporter or not, uh, in the next episode, we'll discuss a religious person I've discovered that I'm uh, I'm having a moral Ooh. conundrum over. So even the religious thing, I was not like, well, I'm not immediately saying no to this, but but a Trumper, I actually have that on all my profiles. Like if you're voting for Trump this year, don't even bother. <laughs> you know? uh, Brewski opinion time. All right. Weigh in on this. Okay. Okay. My initial thought when Steve told me that there was someone he matched with and like they had a lot of things in common or whatever, and then she put down that she was a Christian, goes to church every Sunday. Uh, and I said, well, dude, why would you even talk to her like that? It, that would never work between you and her. Okay, and right. Steve puts it in. He's like, oh, let me let me just ask her. Does she care if I don't if I'm agnostic or whatever my beliefs sure. might be? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess you can have the conversation. But for for the hard life things of like death and stuff like that, that you will possibly experience together, like you guys will not sync up. Maybe. I mean, I think the first thing I said to you was I I hang out with you two. You're both uh, religious uh, to some extent, but that's the thing. There's 50 shades of religious out there. For there's sure. casual, there's serious, there's anecdotal, there's they live by it. Like I got to know what kind of religious are you? Fair, fair. I will, I will say this about Christian women like that. The one good thing about them, and this is something a friend of mine told me who grew up in Texas. Yeah. They won't have sex before marriage, but they don't consider giving oral or taking it up the ass as 
quote unquote sex because it's not vaginal penetration. Sure. So that's a plus right there. You Hallelujah. Can, amen. I mean, yes, I can get along with that. Thank so, you. you know, this is what I'm saying. Well, yeah. Good luck with. I'm I'm actually uh, interested in to see where you could take this because I, I want to be able to learn something. And you know, you've responded to this person and asked the question. So let's. Will you bring it back to the show and just tell us what sure. you've learned? Right. Here's the conundrum, Bruce, on this woman. You know, I've been through three rounds of post-divorce dating now, where I go out there in the world, I get on the apps, I meet people. I have never, never, ever in all of these rounds of dating, never have I met a woman that lives in my town. No. Okay. They're always an hour away from me because I live in a small mountain town and everything. Yeah. If you don't live in my little portion of Lake Tahoe, everyone's an hour away at least. So yeah. I found an, an attractive, you know, mom. Her kids are grown up. She's in her 40s. Like, she's good looking and she's good looking and she lives in my town. She's, good looking. Again, she's like, I'm a Christian. I go to church every Sunday. I'm like, oh, boy, let me see. <laughs> what can we do with this? As long as you don't have to go to church with her. And she can come and get you afterwards, and then you can go to the like Golden Corral, like, like all those religious, all those religious folks do. They go to church in the morning, and then they go to Golden Corral. There you go. What do I care what you're doing on Sunday morning? By the way, the Valley girl that was from last round of dating, she was a party girl, and she went to church every Sunday. We were just fine. So yeah, there hey. are scenarios it could work just fine. Sure. If there's anything that we have learned over the last five years is that evangelical Christians, uh, well, most of them are, you know, have a lot of problems with when it comes to partying, molestation, rape. (laughs) They don't like like it. No, they have problems with engaging in those behaviors. Um, You know what I mean? So, yeah, there's all kinds out there, dude. Well, so, yes, I did pose that question to her, like, okay, what level of Christian are you exactly? (laughs) And is it okay that I'm agnostic and don't ever listen to my podcast, by the way? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing, dude. Just don't give the podcast out to anyone you're dating until they are locked and loaded. Okay, now here's a serious question, though, for you. I am debating. I either should be telling these women, go find my social media pages for any of the vocal minority stuff. Go watch it right now before I even waste $3 on a cup of coffee for you. Or the other way, like months down the road. (laughs) Be like, hey, by the way, (laughs) got this little podcast thing. Yeah, months down the road. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I'm leaning towards just get it out of the way immediately because I don't want to waste time. Yeah, but, well, but you know what, though? Sometimes, sometimes though, if they spend time with you and they get to know you away from the show, right. and then maybe down right. the road they hear the podcast and right. they hear you say something that ordinarily would they wouldn't have been too queer on, you know? Maybe yeah. now they're, they're kind of like, oh, that's just Steve, and that's just kind of who he is. And, and I got to hook theory. him in before I admit I have a heroin problem or something, right? Listen, if you invite someone to your house, usually the first time they come over, and I'm just talking about people in general, yeah. you have them sit at your dinner table or in your living room, maybe watch a little TV, but you got to get to know each other a little bit before they take the spare bedroom for a night. Like you are revealing your whole house at once. Mm -hmm. If you tell them to listen to the podcast, are you ready to tell them all that stuff? Because you may deliver it differently. If you know certain things about them, you know, you'll have a chance to talk to them. I just think it's dangerous. It is. You'll find this funny, Bruce. I got one woman mad at me because apparently I'm not liberal enough. Like, seriously? Oh, she's, she's far left. Yeah. 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 We have a ski resort around here. World famous, host of the Olympics, Squaw Valley. Ever heard of it? Oh, sure, sure, yeah. Exactly. And it's been called Squaw Valley since the 1960s. Well, they renamed it Palisades two years ago. And everyone ah, makes boo. fun of it. It sounds like a shopping mall to me, Palisades. Like, I don't uh, know. Yeah. And, so, and, yeah, I'm chatting with this woman, and she's like, what concerts have you been to? I was like, oh, I went to the Reggae Fest at Squaw last summer. I mean, sorry, Palisades, LOL. And she replies back, don't call it Slur Valley. That's not funny. Like, ugh. Woman, oh, screw you. <laughs> no, listen, I'm, I'm with you, Steve. Uh, hey, dude, we should do some news. Probably, yes. Go oh, for it. Oh, all right. This is Need to Know News. News you need to know. Hello, Americans. This is Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. Wow. All right, we will discuss news, and I'm sure our two cents and anecdotes and stories will be intertwined to all of it. Just, you know, that's what you people really love, right? Especially yeah. my ex's lawyers. They really love it when I reveal personal details. So, Are they still listening? All right. Uh, who freaking knows? Probably. Oh, okay. 
Who knows? I have a long list of exes that could potentially be listening at this point. So, Enemies and exes. Leave right. us. All right. Anyways, news you need to know. Need to know news. It's the news that you need, and we're here to tell it to you so you can save yourself some time. Uh, at the end of, I believe, what was the last episode, or maybe two ago, Nick teased us with some Megan Kelly audio. Do you remember this? Yeah, Megyn Kelly uh, played a little clip, uh, maybe insinuating that Jeffrey Epstein was still alive or that we were going to hear from him over the next few months. And some people right. took that as meaning he was still alive. But no, I, my theory on the show was there's got to be recordings then, or he had to have recorded all of this. Like, if I ever go missing, here's all the people or something. Right. I think I might know what they were talking about now. A uh, Jeffrey Epstein accuser speaking out about past claims that she made that the late pedophile kept extensive video footage of his various friends having sex at his home, mm-hmm. saying it's absolutely true and that she only recanted her story a few years ago uh, for fear of a uh, threat she was getting. She said it's no secret that everything was recorded. Multiple victims have come forward confirming my account along with others, and I have also seen the recordings in Epstein's office. So yeah. I think that is what Megan Kelly is talking about. There's going to be some, you know, Epstein pedophile porn archives coming out at some point. I don't know why uh, they didn't just automatically get released right after they he, they either killed him or he died. You know. Yeah. They said, but they said though that Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell, had access to all of that stuff—the black book, the videos, and everything—and she wouldn't give it up because right. she was afraid that if she gave it up, that was her only way of staying alive. And she could be right. I mean, there's been a lot of people in the circle, including Epstein, that seem to have died or committed suicide somehow. And- Right. So uh, who knows? But uh, yeah, apparently this woman is saying like, no, no, no. He recorded everything going on in that house. So that has to be what uh, Megyn Kelly was referring to. Yeah, I I can't imagine that, you know, huge house he had on that island. And to think that he got away with it, all those high profile people got away with it for so long without him having some safeguard in place. Like, I'm sure that old house was wired for audio and video, you know, absolutely. For you, maybe even for his masturbatory pleasure at later date, he may have looked at it. You know, like Alan Dershowitz. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, you don't see that. anyone want to watch him having sex with anybody? No. Yeah, it's not all John Stamos going to the island or something. You know, good looking. <laughs> it's, it's Bill Clinton. It's Donald Trump. It's you know, like you know. yes. I would be interested, by the way, to see the Stephen Hawking video if something can just out of morbid curiosity to see how that actually worked. Did you guys hear that whole uh, theory on Stephen Hawking after his name came up that he had been at the island? No. Stephen Hawking, uh, when he didn't have that little to talk for him, like before he got that program, right? Is that a technical term? Spell? You use? <laughs> speak spell? Yeah, speak and spell. <laughs> before he had that program, he had a translator, and uh, there is videos surfacing all over of Stephen Hawking with his translator. And when he tries to speak, it, dude, it is so comical. And this is real, by the way, that he, you know, will, is just sitting there. Like, <laughs> he can't be sitting there, okay? <laughs> He's not doing cartwheels for all this? Is okay. No. Listen, he starts to talk. And it is so lazy. Just always sitting around. <laughs> <laughs> literally, dude, it is like. And his translator then will be like, he says, blah, blah, blah. And there's no way that he could be translating anything that this guy is saying. So uh, some early Stephen Hawking, he may have had other things wrong with him, dude. He, right. he may have a defense for this whole thing. Maybe his well, translator's the genius, you know? I mean, so much, you know? could be, dude. We should see who else is on that list. Hopefully you're right and some video evidence or even a solid list of people with proof will come out soon. Like, right. now is the time to release it. That's what she said. Um, I would argue... <laughs> you know... Now, the problem with this story is I want to make so many comments and jokes, but these are all underage women that were exploited on an island, so it limits my comedy repertoire here. No, Steve, no sacred cows. No sacred cows at all. This is need-to-know news, dude. This isn't, uh, you know, Jackie's joke hour. Like, oh, we're not, we're not, we're not, but we're not sanitizing things for anybody else. All right, all right, move on before the FBI flags us for... Need-to-know news. News you need to know. 
All we're right. not advocating any of this. We're just pointing out facts. Okay, people. <laughs> hey, dude, uh, we'll try and get through this one. I don't have my reading glasses, so I'll have to go a lot off of memory now. But we see the election happening and... Uh, DeSantis, Haley, Ramaswamy all still seem to be trying to do their thing against Trump. Well, did you see this uh, latest uh, last week? Ramaswamy has kind of been changing his tune to talk to people at town halls and and such uh, and kind of put this whole theory out that, uh, you know, a vote for Trump is a vote for his demise. Like, vote for me. I'll save him. Okay. Right. You know, Ramaswamy has made the most gentle attacks on Trump, quote unquote, where he's saying basically, you know, Trump's got a lot of legal problems. I'm not going to comment on those, but I don't have any of those problems. So vote for me kind of thing. Trump a few months ago was saying how great Ramaswamy is because he said that Trump was the greatest president in the 21st century. (laughs) You know, but now, now what is Trump saying about Ramaswamy? Well, and Trump even says like, hey, I had to say it was great. You know, somebody says like greatest president president 21st century like you know you gotta like the guy ramaswamy was at a town hall and he was talking to a a constituent after and a little one-on-one in the hallway and somebody started recording their conversation with a telephone you know video recorder uh then it got posted on social media and trump saw it and he commented on it so we'll get to his comments but first i'll let you listen to what he said to this lady all right scared of you just they are they're scared of trump they are scared they will stop at nothing but we're not going to let him get away with it i've got fresh legs i'm not wounded they're not going to let this man do it you know when you this is why that gave you the chill because Because you think it's false or because you think it's true? I think it's true. I think they will stop it. They need to stop that. Stop Trump. It's sad, but it's the truth. It's the sad, but it's the truth. So I'm asking you to do your part. We're going to... You know, we're not... We can do this. We can do this. They say, how do you feel about the United States? And I say, I'm worried and I'm fearful. It's my job that you don't have to feel that way in this country. But we're losing it. We're We're Um, losing it. It it pains me to hear that. We need people like you, young, vibrant. And that's where our founding fathers were. Yes. It's 1776 moments. I want your support at that Iowa caucus. I get emotional. I'm emotional about this country. I need your support on Monday night. If do this, I'm going to do my part. Okay, you're, you're picking at my shell. You are. Yeah. But, you know, I've got... It's about this country. It's about this country. You want to save, you want to save Trump, you vote for me. I'm telling yeah. you that. You, have, you vote for Trump. You're sending him... sledgehammer. But you're sending him to his own demise. So he's, you know, kind of backroom saying, like, you know... I like Trump, too, but these Democrats will do anything within their power to put him under. So a vote for him is wasted, and a vote for me gives us a chance. You like Trump? Vote for me. Right. First of all, he's trying to bang that woman based on the way he's talking to her so gently and smoothly. (laughs) Secondly, hot granny sex. Secondly, they're not wrong. Yes, Democrats will stop at nothing to stop this guy, but we don't need to make stuff up. He's done plenty to hold his feet to the fire over. No, we don't want this maniac taking over the country again so i would actually agree yes we will stop at nothing to get him the hell away from the white house permanently 100 percent uh trump is or, or uh, uh ramaswamy is now uh making t-shirts there's been pictures with like trump's uh, mugshot on them and they say like you know a vote for vivek is a vote for trump stuff like that you know uh mm-hmm. but now trump is seeing this and he's you know starting to speak up on it he's saying like uh you know don't be duped you know, he's not MAGA. He's not MAGA. And the only reason I was saying nice things about him is because he made such a high compliment of me. Right. But do not be duped by this. He said Ramaswamy was getting too cute for him and that he was out on that Ramaswamy train, even right. for the vice president. Need to know news. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. News you need to know. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. It's time for another brewski. This one is a crazy brewski. I'm brewski. Well, I'm here to share with the men listening to the show important scientific research, and I would uh, like a moment of your time. <laughs> well, please, right. the floor is yours, my friend. 
I feel like okay. you're on my doorstep with a Bible in your hand. But yeah, go, <laughs> go oh, well, I don't think they talk about this in the Bible. Oh, okay. Scientists reveal how many times a month men should masturbate to stay healthy. Oh, well, this is good information for women, too. So you're not looking down your noses at us. So, okay. To yeah. stay healthy. What are we talking? Prostate health? Just good mental health? Prostate not- health. This is a new, a new study has been published which suggests how many times a month men should be masturbating in core in order to cut their risk of prostate cancer. Okay. We this, we've we've seen studies before. I'm glad that the uh, medical community will not rest until they've <laughs> nailed down what number it is. I how do you become research for this, dude? Go on. Like I think when we originally talked about this story a year ago, uh, we were talking about the fact that they at that point in time they said we should be to keep a healthy prostate we should beat off thirty times or twenty eight times or something yeah. like that a month. Yes, I think let's you got see. two days off a month. Yes. Yeah, let's see what the continued research brings us. Right. See if there's well, been it's, developments. It says here, despite the rise of no nut November, the rise. First of all, who 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 who, 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 who participates in this sort of thing? Never heard of it, would never be part of it. So, <laughs> no, no nut November. We're just supposed to not have any orgasm for the month of November. Exactly. Oh, watch violent crime and public shootings skyrocket every November. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Even if I don't take it out and play with it, I still like seeing it. So, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, it's just, yeah. well, according to new research, masturbating at least 21 times a month is recommended to cut down on the risk of prostate cancer. Oh, okay. All we right. get to take it down a notch. All right. Well, they've taken I mean, I think that's reasonable. 21 days. Uh you're doing it, uh, you know, sometimes every day you take a day off here and there. That lines well, up with my normal, you know, I, I've said before on the show, I want four to five orgasms a week, whether it's uh, together or alone. I don't care, but that's what I need to keep myself mentally healthy. And I will say I had a colonoscopy this year. My doctor said, hey, prostate looks good, so I must be doing something <laughs> good. Perfect. Yeah, well, besides the fact you've been having it checked since you were 10. You know, come on, of course it looks good. I had it checked once in my teenage years and then went like 30, 40 years. So, you know, don't well, want let, weird. Let, let's, anyone, let's anyone think this was not an extensive survey. They actually surveyed a total of 31,925 men took part in this survey. This so, is yeah. uh, solid, dude. I mean, these are solid numbers, solid data. Results you can stick to. Uh, all right. Well, 21. I mean, so that means you either can take, uh, you know, every two or three days off. Or you can double up on certain days, take four days off. I mean, there's a way to you know work all this out. You can pump them out in a weekend if you want to. You just got to get 21 in there, okay? <laughs> if you wake up near the end of the month and realize you're 20 short, then yeah, you better get some work done. <sighs> Call in sick. It's going to be a busy day. <laughs> I'm doing it for my health. Lots of bandwidth being used today. <laughs> oh, well, well so- anything else in that study, Brewski? Yeah, actually, they echo something Steve just said. Yeah. They said that the benefits of ejaculation include reduction of stress and, po- and possibly reducing the risk of prostate cancer. So like you said, Steve, you know, violent crime, all those things you know, reduced just by dudes playing all the five on one. Right. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's I mean, that's proven, right? How many since we have been putting peen in the poon or the butt, whatever we have been saying, like. I need to get laid, dude. Like, there's a reason for that. Also, because your stress is going up. How many times have you seen somebody walk into work and they're just a little extra bouncy? You got a little smile like you. That guy got laid last night. You know that. Women of the world, you're doing humanitarian work by upping your quotas. And, you know, anyone who's ever argued, we've talked about it before, like, you know, the pornography leads to men just like raping in mass. No, it's the opposite effect. It's it's relieving the stress valve for for everything, for daily harmony, for violence, for all. It's just it, men just need to take it down a notch, and that helps. So we, it should not be no nut November. It should be like you know, nut a day November or something. Well, maybe we should get a petition rolling, dude. Well, we should really actually look at it and see if violent crime goes up in November. Well, take a look at any group of people that abstain from sex. One obvious category pops to my mind. Oh, boy. Who? Who? Priests. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. course. So they abstain from sex, and what do we see happen? Like, you can't just squash all that. It comes out in other ways. So you're better off. I don't know. Christians have it right. Let their leaders go get laid. Catholics, what are you doing to yourselves, man? Let your priests get laid. 
I don't know, dude. I don't know. The only reason I'll push back on that is because I don't know if we can put together not having sex turns you into an actual pedophile. Like, uh, you know, I mean, can you really put that together? I And I'm at, it's an honest question. I'm not arguing. As a Catholic, I know you're used to pushing back, mainly the priest away from you. But I'm just saying that, no, I think it's actually a pretty good, you know, sect of life. If you look at people that abstain from sex, they usually end up having deviant behavior. And I, I, I mean, I'm being serious. I think priests are actually a good example of that. These are people that went into a profession to be noble, but then they abstain from sex and a abnormally large percentage of them end up acting out sexually. Can, are you born a pedophile? Because if, if a priest is not having sex, right? I mean, why wouldn't he just go, I mean, if he's going to engage in rape or something, why wouldn't he go rape an adult of a woman or a man, whoever he's into, right? Or why wouldn't he try and have sex with them? Why does it devolve to pedophilia? Are you born a pedophile? And why are so many of them seem to be priests? Or maybe a lot of them are teachers, too. You know, like any chance you get around kids, I suppose. But why? Mm, that's a valid question. I would Control. assume pedophilia is more, maybe you are born with the seed, but it, it is how you are raised and what cultural things are around you, I would think, that foster that. You know, it, kids that get molested often grow up to molest other kids. Or, you right. know, adults, they become child molesters because I don't think they were born that way, but because of what society did to them, that, you know, that seed blooms. Yeah. And I would think it would probably be the same with the Catholic priest where, you know, he, he didn't walk into the pre- church, you know, being a pedophile, but because he's cut all that off and repressed it so deep down, I think that seed grows and it would make sense to go after a man or a woman, but it, you know, that's where the deviant behavior comes about. So I'm saying you can't keep the baby batter locked in there that long. It just corrupts your brain. We got to get an expert on, dude. That's an interesting thing to think about. Never thought about it before. But see, here on the Vocal Minority, Nick and Steve, Olabrisky, we think about that stuff. Right. See if you can book Trump. Uh, something tells me. I mean, certainly the Epstein plane. But the way he looks at his own daughter, like, I don't know. I think that guy might be an expert on the topic. Yeah, I would say so. This is Need to Know News. News you need to know. Start the news chant, please. Come on. News, 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 news. Um, I I guess let's stick with the topic of uh, pornography, sex, and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, You're horny, dude. This is horny January for Steve. I can tell, dude. Hey, listen, I'm the same way, so. Are you so horny in January? Uh, listen, it's it's certainly catching up on me. I'm hitting the three month. Well, I'm actually at the three month mark right now of uh, of abstaining, and uh, I'm going crazy. So I can see if I do this for a career for the next thirty years, that I would definitely be batshit crazy. I mean, I, I don't think it's good to hold all this in. Yeah. So you know, um, but I, I'm sticking with a healthy regimen of porn. I'm going to keep things flowing. I'm not going to go. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go sodomize children. So well, I've been I've been flirting with going to a professional myself. No. You've been fl- flirting with what? Going to a professional. Like uh, going out west and uh, trying Only to go Vegas. to a, a bunny ranch or something? Well, I mean, somebody local, actually. You know, oh. I, I won't um, be in Vegas until April. So, you If know. you want to come visit me, Brewski, the world-famous Moonlight Bunny Ranch is about an hour and a half that way. I mean, it's, oh, it's in northern nice. Nevada. It's up in my neighborhoods here. But. Do you have a number that you could call right now if you wanted to? Me? No. Like, I'm talking to Brewski about oh. his prostitutes, dude. <laughs> Do you have a like? Do you have a number you could call right now if you got done with the show and were like, "No, I, I mean, I could look it up. Look up just Google. I mean, there's plenty of escorts that that advertise online in, in any city in the United States. Fascinating, dude. You know, or you know what? Here, here in Boston, I will tell you, there are any number of massage places where. They'll at least give you a rub and a tug. Yeah, we've got quite a bit of those, and I think Tahoe has quite a bit of those, actually. Yes, they do. Um, speaking of Brewski, speaking of Googling, speaking of pornography, Brewski has been uh, the expert on the show on celebrity nudes. <laughs> Brewski seems to have seen every celebrity there is naked. <laughs> Nick and I have questioned, like, some of these have to be fake. Like, I did, Scarlett Johansson didn't do a gangbang, but somehow Brewski has seen that video. Oh, no, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen celebrities do gangbangs, but, <laughs> but, I mean, I have seen celebrity nudes. I mean, there are some that have eluded me. Like, I'm still looking for some pictures of Loretta Sweat, but well. I can't find those anywhere. Guess what? Silicon Valley is making it so much easier for all of us, including you, Brewski. Google and Bing. 
the two most popular search engines out there have put non-consensual deep fake porn at the top of some of their search results. This is not going to Pornhub. This is Google. Really? Uh, non-consensual, like porn pics of stars. Here's because I kind of wonder what is non-consensual. So non-consensual deep fake pornography is just a click away on popular search engines like Google and Microsoft's Bing. Uh, deep fake porn often graphs a person's face into a real pornographic scene. For example, a famous woman's face will be swapped with an adult star's face, making it appear as if that famous woman is in a gangbang in a new. Or no. Yeah, so nothing for me. It's, you want to see images? You don't want to see the video? So you're saying uh, Jennifer Lawrence, you've mentioned before. So if there's a deep fake porn where it's no. her, you know. Doesn't do it. I, he I wants would, it real. He wants it scandalous, you know. No, um, I, 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 want, I want to know that what I'm watching is her actually engaging in it. Now, I'll feel bad afterwards that somebody stole this <laughs> from, from her phone and afterwards. that sort of thing. But, you know, I mean, after after I've already taken care of business. I can feel guilty, not before and not during. You're a Catholic, dude. <laughs> so what if I told you, though, hey, Jennifer Lawrence had a sex tape leak and you didn't know and it was one of these deep fakes? Like, if you don't know it's fake, then that's kind of the point of these, right? It looks like Jennifer Lawrence, you know, taking care of two guys. Like, why wouldn't that be hot? I, it wouldn't do it for me. But if I tricked you, you into know. thinking it was no, like, because I've already seen, I've already seen an actual real sex tape of her. So you know, yeah, see, Brisky's an expert on the topic. It's hard to sneak one by him. So I no, guess no, that's no, but the I mean, it, it depends on the celebrity. Because I'm sure there are celebrities that I've not seen, and yeah. you you know you could probably sneak one of those by me. But someone like her. Who yeah. I've seen the, the the real thing, I can be like, wait a minute, that's not her. I was watching <laughs> something on TikTok last week that was uh uh it was something about Jennifer Lawrence and it was a movie that I that they were recommending. And I start went to the comments because of course they don't post the name. They make yeah. you go to the comments to see them. So I go to the comments and everyone is like, She's so hot in that movie. And like three lines down in the comments, there's uh, uh one comment that says, You can see uh you can see baby batter put on her boobies online and i'm like oh is this a Bru this is another brewski going to check out all these videos that were released of jennifer lawrence dude i will say i i will let i would let that woman do unspeakable things to me she's right. your number one I, maybe yeah i would let her pee on my face <laughs> oh, God. Huh? Wow. just if she wants it though you're not gonna request it yeah absolutely i just you know if she wants to do it then yeah i mean I, who am i to say no to her you know exactly that's a fair point it's not perception reality like if i watch scarlett johansson in a marvel movie i know she's not really jumping out of an airplane but when i see it on film i'm like hey that's awesome so if I'm watching her uh, take on a football team, if it's not really her, just like the Marvel movie, it's not really her. It's CGI. Like, but perception is reality, right? You just want the end product. Yeah. I'm down I for know. it. I, I mean, I'm down for it. I don't I know. Mean, he's okay. a purist, okay? No, no, but here's the thing. There are certain people that you know without a shadow of a doubt would never do anything like that. Like, just think about some real goody-goody celebrity that you yeah. know would never do it. You know, like Taylor Swift. You know, sure. I'll, I'll, you know, I just get the feeling she would never do something like that. Now, would I feed the ducks to to, to a fake video of her doing that? Yeah, why not, you know? <laughs> feed the okay, ducks. Okay, so you do have some wiggle room on it. Yeah, feed, the, feed ducks, the ducks. You know, like, like, you're, like you're throwing bread out the ducks. <laughs> like you're starting a lawnmower? New one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> feed the ducks. Just do the free literature. So what that, what get the weed whacker going, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Okay. The whacker. Yeah. Yeah, yes, but I mean, if, if, if it was somebody that, that you know would never do something like that, then, yeah, I could go for the deep fake sort of thing. See, the problem with, you know, these deep fakes, like even if it's a political thing, like it's going to make the rounds before people start to figure out it's fake. If it yeah. came out that Taylor Swift's ex released a video and, and they took a real, you know, amateur porn and graft her face on, I mean, everyone's going to buy that until it becomes well known that it's fake. Yeah. So there is that window. And speaking of Marvel stars, Mark Ruffalo, who was the Incredible Hulk, he just shared on Twitter a few days ago pictures of Donald Trump on Epstein's plane with a bunch of underage women. Yeah. They were, they were all fake pictures, though. But he fell for it, and he shared them. And, the, you know, I've seen them circulating. Not everyone got the memo. That's the problem. Yeah, well, the yeah that's the thing is you have to go back, uh, you know, a week later or whatever and say, oh, those were fake. I, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't. I should have not posted them. But people already think it's real, dude. That's the world we live in.
Yeah. I got to put some thought into this. I mean, uh, Jennifer Aniston has always been my celebrity crush. So if someone shows me a deep fake of Aniston, even if I know it's fake, you know, like I know the Marvel movies are fake, like I think I might still enjoy it. So what does that article have anything to say about the legal ramifications of it? Uh, uh, unconsensual. I mean, uh, if they do a Nick Reynolds version of it, well, you guys will probably check it out. And uh, sure. will I be able to go to someone and say, like, I didn't consent to that. Take it down immediately. Well, the next paragraph in this article, legal experts, advocates, and victims say non-consensual deepfake porn has grown into a crisis, and they're asking tech platforms to step up where the law and law enforcement have yet to take action. A growing number of states have enacted and introduced laws to govern the use of deepfakes, particularly in elections, but non-consensual deepfake porn has uh, continued to spread, as have the deepfake you know, political stuff. So. It's never going to work if you leave it in the hands of corporation, dude because the almighty dollar is like brewski i feel bad after i do it but i'm gonna do it you know well, so here's the thing like finding it on Pornhub is one thing finding it on google i mean i would think crazy. Google could do better and that's what mark ruffalo by the way said you know that yeah it's my mistake he owned it he, he recanted but he said as much as i should be you know trying harder to not you know spread this stuff elon musk and twitter the platform i'm on right now they should be trying twice as hard i shouldn't even be seeing this stuff in my news feed like it should get stamped out before it could spread and you yeah. can't do it from every corner of the interweb obviously but google i mean come on google yeah. should do it better. Hey, Mark Ruffalo, here's a, here's a tip. All right. You're wealthy enough that you should have people running your Twitter. And, you know, if you want to post something, you send it to the person who does your Twitter and then they can go research it. You shouldn't get it. He, she's too famous to get in trouble like that, dude. Uh, for sure. Everyone's too lazy to fact check stuff. Apparently it takes two freaking seconds most of the time. And, right. You know, uh, Mark Ruffalo, the incredible Hulk famous for saying, don't make me horny. You wouldn't like me when I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. What funny. images you share. Uh, okay. I will say I weigh about a pound less today. I finally caught up on my manscaping. I haven't, uh, no one's seen me naked in three months, as I earlier referenced, so it's getting a little out of control, even for my standards, so. Getting wolfy? Yeah, I mean, it's hard, <laughs> it's hard to find the sprinkler if the grass has grown over the top of it, you know what I mean? Like, it's a little, this is, you know, I'm embarrassing myself in front of the neighbors, so I had to do a little trimming. <laughs> so often, dude, when I, uh, you know, I'll manscape, and I don't do it, you know, some, some guys, like, you know, they shave their chest and all their pubes, everything, they do it, you know, maybe once every two days or something like uh, shaving for them uh i don't maybe i'll go a couple of months and when i notice it's getting long or yeah. rachel says something i'll go mow it down yeah. uh, most of the time there's so much there that i have put it into a plastic bag because i am really hopeful that i can make a hair piece out of it at some point in time oh dude. i see yeah. i'm trying to get a pube hair piece okay. going well, as my gray, you know, seeps into my hair and my beard, I want women to know I'm I'm originally a redhead, so I, I can't go completely bare down there. I got to leave a little evidence that <laughs> you this is like where it all started. Boy, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the gray starts up here and spreads down, so I'm still bright red, uh, you know, south of the border. So that's funny. Yeah, cleanup like can be that. fun. Yeah. I realized through some exploits with an ex of mine in my uh, backyard here, I've got a, I got a dead zone. I've realized where no one can see you if you're in a certain section of the backyard. And we, we took advantage of it once or twice. But now I've been uh, in good weather. That's where I go to shave my pubes now. Because just, just let it go. I don't want to clean all that up in my bathroom. No, you're <laughs> lying, dude. No, I'm not. <laughs> Are you kidding me that you go to the backyard to shave your pubes? Yeah, it's so much easier. Dude, you. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. Let me tell you. It's that natural. So I'm out in nature. Weird. Oh, oh wow. please. Well, Having a bathtub full of pubes I got to clean up. That's ridiculous. But a bathtub oh. full? How, long, how much are you putting off? Yeah, I, I, I go a few months before I. This is werewolf country now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a you go a couple of months and you fill a bathtub? I'm saying I fill the bathtub. I'm saying there's, you know, it, it, the bathtub is full, quote unquote. There's pubes everywhere. Then you got to clean that up. I'm like, if you can eliminate, I'm a busy man. Man, Nick, if I can eliminate time-saving, you know, things, then that's just to everyone's advantage. It's so foul, dude. There's I, no you, mind that I'm doing it. So. Listen, if there is, there's a little kid in somewhere in your neighborhood that yeah. it says like 
dude, there's this old man down there who shaves his pubes a couple of times a month out in it's his a back. dark zone. It's a blackout <laughs> zone. No one can see me there. That's the whole point. No matter what angle you take, up above, side, no one can see me. That's You're that's not invisible, dude. What if there was a drone? Could it see you? <laughs> I do stand under a tree. It would be different. So, well, I'm telling uh, you. I'm not doing it on my front side, porch. <laughs> on the plus side, I'm sure most of the hair is gone within a few minutes because... That's the plus side, exactly. But not not because of wind or anything. Birds will come down and take it. I, and you just, it's, See, it's funny I'm you say that. No, it's funny you say that because when I had my pugs, Penelope and Zoe, I used to brush them in the backyard at my house in Tacoma, and there'd be all this pug fur all over the ground. And you go in the house and watch. The birds would fly in and pick the pug hair up off the grass wow. and then use it for nesting material. So you birds see? in Harness's neighborhood are using his pubes <laughs> for nesting material. That is a true friend. To back you up like that and bring it back to nature, dude, is a true friend. I am helping the planet. You are correct, Brewski. Listen, if a bear can shit in the woods, surely I can shave pubes in the woods. I mean, come on. Yeah. No, I'm I'm all for it. I haven't tried it yet, but yeah, I'm all for it. You look yeah. good doing it. So. Thank you. Uh, okay. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you. We interrupt our program to bring you a special. Here is a news bulletin. We interrupt this program to bring you the humanity and all the states which will live in infamy. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Need to know news. News you need to know. The only thing we have to fear is harness in his backyard. Trimming those pubies, dude. <laughs> Trimming uh, the hedges. That's what yeah. I thought it meant when people said they trim the hedges outside. <laughs> like, what the hell? You should call your dad and ask him. Is this what you were talking about, dude? Uh, let me go over since uh, uh, this will be my last news story. We're running short on time. Yeah. Uh with a couple of Trump in review here over this last week. Uh, did you hear that uh, Trump said that uh, he hopes the economy crashes in the next 12 months? Yes. Yep. So Very uh, patriotic. I, and I'm not surprised <laughs> by it at all. No, but it's really uh, uh, it's really proof that he's for the people, uh, not selfish at all. But I love this segment, and I don't know what it's called or else I would tell you guys, but there is this person that has access to President Biden who every once in a while will video record him showing certain clips of what Trump says to Biden. Oh, okay. And it's it's just great to see, like, you know, he's out busy running the country right now, like actually making progress in our country. So uh, as much as you might think, he's not looking at all these videos of what Trump is doing. So to see him react to him is kind of funny. But this is uh, Trump saying that and then Biden responding to it. When there's a crash, I hope it's going to be during this next 12 months. Because I don't want to be Herbert Hoover. The one president, I just don't want to be Herbert Hoover. He's acknowledging that my economy is doing pretty darn well because he doesn't want that to continue. And by the way, the idea that he wants to see a crash in the next 12 months, doesn't want to be Herbert Hoover. You have to understand, he's already Herbert Hoover. He's the only other president who lost jobs during his term. Yeah, uh, that was a little hard to hear on here. Did, did you guys hear Biden? Uh, I heard him yeah. whispering to me in a disturbing kind of way. But yeah, there was some weird reverb or something going yeah, on. There was something too. really weird. Uh, I don't know where they were uh, video recording that. But he basically said, like, he's already Herbert Hoover. He's the only president to ever lose jobs uh, during his presidency and not get him back up, you know, since the 60s. So, uh, And Biden is correct to call him out that way. Like, people, the reason Trump wants the economy to crash is because he understands it's doing really well. And it's my economy, my being Biden, you know, so Trump, you know, gave away his hand there. I can tell you, dude, that I, uh, you know, we know on this program, I got some people uh, in my family that are uh, Trump supporters. And when I, even when I tell them, like, the economy, dude, is killing uh, this record's being set, this unemployment, 4 percent, you know, like it, it, all of this stuff be like, nah. No, where, where are those numbers from? I was like, uh, well, it's the same metric that every president we follow with, right? Uh, you can go look it up. Uh, it's it's all online from the same place. Every president we measure all of these things from the same place. So right. go look at it. Usually from the Bureau of Labor and Statistics. That's right. <laughs> and that's you know, I was telling my brother. I told my brother, who's an intelligent guy. I was telling him. 
go look it up, the Labor Bureau and Statistics. He was like, what is that? I was like, you're not going to tell me that you haven't heard of this because it's the metric that we gauge all presidents and how the economy is doing by for lots of time now. It was like, I'll have to look into that and see if those, you know, numbers are numbers right i was like you're gonna see if they're right <laughs> he's gonna right, crunch dude. them for you and, uh, right. yes yeah i'm sure he uh, went right online and fact checked himself and has uh, humbled himself back to you now right uh i haven't heard yet but yeah it's not out of the question he has he's uh, every once in a while he'll roll in and be like huh yeah you were right i didn't you know he's one of the few people that'll do that so but that most can't. people won't the problem is liberals base their things on facts and conservatives base them on feelings they feel the economy is doing poorly so that's what they're going to go with or they heard the economy is doing poorly right on and conservative media <laughs> just in an echo chamber you know you just don't hear anything else yeah. All right, on to my next clip, uh, but before that, we'll do a quick financial uh, update here. The high interest rates combating the inflation has made homeownership almost impossible for many Americans. The, the price of a hair curdler, you know, maybe, maybe has come down a little bit, or at least the inflation on it has come down a bit. Mm, not much. Did he mean cheese curdler or hair curler? Which one was it? Yeah, hair curler. I think he meant hair curler. But <laughs> uh, Trump is back to talking uh, to uh, the American people about his dome that he would like to put over our country. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I heard about this. Yeah, this is uh, fantastic. Wall's not enough. We got to put a dome. Got to put a dome. I saw it on The Simpsons. It was excellent. <laughs> they also had me going down that escalator. Uh, <laughs> listen, here's the thing. Uh, Trump th- believes this and. Uh, at this point in time, Trump does look tired. I don't know if you got to see uh, when he's going to into uh, Iowa for the caucus and uh, he shows up and he's like, oh, uh, it's cold here. I can't get in here. So it was three thirty in the morning. He's ragged. He's tired. He's been in court and he is wounded. I will tell you that. Uh, but he's saying just anything at this point to get his you know, base riled up. And we're going to build a giant dome over our country to protect us from a hostile source. And I think it's a great thing. And it's going to all be made in the United States. And that's something that I consider productive. You know, when I watch uh, our guys operate those things, it's unbelievable. Missile coming what? in, missile coming in. These geniuses sit down. Most of them are, you know, they're from MIT, but they sit down, bing, 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 boom, she, it's gone. It's amazing. I think we could use it. Do you like that? I mean, isn't that better than giving other countries billions of dollars, billions? We're going to give billions of dollars to other countries and so they can build the dome, but we don't have a dome ourselves. We're going to have the greatest dome ever. I mean, he's trying to talk about the Iron Dome from Israel, right? Sure. Yes. I mean, but he is really simplifying it. I guarantee you that the people out in that crowd are like, yeah, a dome. What a dome. dome. (laughs) Yes. Wow. We're going to build it in America. What is he talking about? Like, of course, we build all of our defense stuff around here. I don't think he's building it for us. So. It really reckons back to, you know, I'm going to build a wall, a huge, beautiful wall, and Mexico's going to pay for it. Like, it's just, this is all rhetoric, dude. It's just hilarious that he takes what could actually be an intelligent idea and just stumbles and fumbles his way into idiocy, and all of his right. followers now think we're going to put a plexiglass dome over the country. So Yeah, to f- further insulate those people that can't step aside from the uh, away from themselves to uh, welcome people of a different community in. Like, let's just insulate it all. Put a dome over us, dude. No more poisoning the blood of this country. Come on. I'm sure it's music to their ears, so... Uh, he is, uh, tired. He walks into these speeches, his hair is all disheveled. And, uh, this is what he said on stage to, uh, uh, it was a decent size, maybe crowd of a hundred or so. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense as people are, you know, nodding their head like they hear what he's saying, but his words just don't make any sense. Biden is clobbering Nikki Haley. She's killing Nikki Haley in the polls and she's also beating DeSantis in the polls. Uh, Biden is killing Nikki Haley in the polls. She's killing DeSantis. You know, he he doesn't know pronouns to use Uh, when he's talking about Biden. He's obviously still dropping Obama's name when he's talking about, you know, he's tired. I really do think that he's wounded at this point. And he I'm getting a little hopeful, you guys. 
that he won't live to see the election oh. or what? <laughs> well, maybe so. I'm maybe. not saying death threat assassination. I'm saying this guy is so unhealthy physically and mentally. How much longer could he possibly live? Well, and that maybe, maybe, just maybe. Yeah, the, when you say the Democrats will do anything to take him down, we said, yeah, we will. And maybe it's going to work. Because for the last five years, every time something has come up and I've said, when people find this out, this is it, dude. This is it for him. And it's never been it for him. No. So that's the way I felt about all this, about his indictments and everything else. But it's all starting to wear on him. It's And who wouldn't, dude? I mean, he's got how many indictments? 91 indictments? Yeah. Indictments and indipers. Uh, the guy's <laughs> life is falling apart. And that's why he's been avoiding Iowa. He doesn't want that shit in his pants to freeze solid in their sub-zero temperatures going on. Probably, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, we wrap up another program with the vocal minority, Nick and Steve, all of Brewski. See our webpage, thevocalminority.net. Yep. Find the social medias. Spread it like herpes. It's out there, people. Be careful. <laughs> say goodbye, Brewski. Goodbye, Brewski. And we say bye-bye. Test one, two. Test one, two. Check, 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 check. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds. Steve Harness. Big Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Take one.